It's controversial. Having that guy around is the, the best thing that ever happened to the squad. If you have the right mix of autism and steroids, all these pundits and whatnot, a lot of people doubting me, you know. I don't want to fucking have a conversation while I'm showering, you know, like, the hobby I do is already so gay. You are now listening to the El Segundo Podcast with Craig Jones. Guys, Submeta is live, or as Nikki Rod says, the Submetaverse. Um, guys, on this, obviously, Jiu-Jitsu instructionals are a multi-million dollar market. Who the fuck would have ever predicted that? But there's di different ways to learn. Obviously, BJJ Fanatics, you have standalone instructional products. Pure problem solving there. You have a problem, you find a product that suits you. Submeta, a little different. We do things a little different on here that don't really work in that medium, such as narrated roles we go deep into full rounds between obviously each other there's even some competition footage on there uh you hear from multiple perspectives again i always like to say you have nikki ryan doing very detailed breakdowns and again nikki rod will simply be saying things but some of those things might make sense to you especially if you grew up on the jersey shore that might resonate might help you learn but sub meta is a great way like the breakdowns a great way to learn that great way to mix it up Again, you want to be able to study in different ways. We've got instructionals, narrated, rolling, breakdowns, and even in the Q&A format. It'll really help put yourself in the B-team classroom. B-team is a high-level training room where we have a lot of problem-solving discussions. That, to me, is some of the best ways to learn, and that's exactly what you'll get on Submeta. Freddie is actually holding the microphone like that today because he has just started a new cycle of steroids and he immediately threaded the screw on that microphone. So we delayed this start by 30 minutes while he tried to unscrew it. Why Nicky Rod couldn't unscrew it. We knew something was wrong when you couldn't unscrew the microphone. Well, I just didn't know the difference between uh, tight or looser. You just said, turn it, and I, I turned it. That's the type of guy you are. It's all tight to you, right? Yeah, hey, I was just getting... You gave me one specific this job description. I completed it. I Left, turned it. Lefty, loosey, righty, tighty. I went righty, tighty. Oh, yeah. My fingers were too greasy, so I didn't really give it a crack. Yeah. But we're here today to get into the mind of Nicky Rod. It's a pleasure and an honor to be here. <laughs> I wanted to ask you one thing. When did you start speaking in third person? Oh, you know, I think it's something I that um, Nicky Rod always did. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like, you know, when Nicky Rod was growing up, I just, uh, you know, I know was I know he was different than other people, and the older he got, I think um, the more the more he recognized um, you know, the value he brought to the to the world. So, it just happened organically. What benefits would you say it provides for you? Well, it's easier to describe Nicky Rod's day when I talk when I talked about his day through his perspective through you know because it's like. Nicky Rod just goes through, goes on, goes along throughout his day, but it, it's like a, a higher power is is watching him, over him. So you know maybe um, that higher power is the third person, but who knows really? Very, very deep. I, re I mean, I really. Here's what I wanted to know as well. I asked Nicky Ryan this. I said, Nicky Ryan, run me through your average day, mm -hmm. and there was basically nothing in that day. But I can't imagine you're the same type of guy. So. <clears throat> All right, yeah. So my day is a, a little bit more, a little bit busier than Nikki Ryan's. Right, I, I wake up, 
Not early. Not late. What time? What time? All right. All right. So I me, do I lie? Do I tell the truth? <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I wake up like, let's say 9 a.m., 9.15, right? Which is obviously later than Craig Jones. <laughs> wake up, right? Do the business, brush my teeth. Um, immediately, I get right to work. I walk my dog, right? Get some sunshine. I walk my dog for maybe like 20 minutes. He's a French bulldog. So 20 minutes is a fucking marathon for him. Um, and then we play fetch for another five minutes. Who has better cardio festival, the French Bulldog or Nicky Ryan? Oof. Dude, my my Frenchies does good now. I think they're probably constructed in a very similar way. I would say their breathing uh, passage, passages are probably the same length. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, that's it. I walk my dog. Um, I'll eat a little bit sometimes. Uh, then I come to practice. A lot of my day is just I just spend thinking about different ways I could um, – I could either like intimidate you on the mat <laughs> or uh or convince you to train. That's <laughs> like a lot of my time is split between those two things. That's a big part of your day is walking around the mats seeing who you can lure in to row with, hey. And usually it's a guy that's too scared to say no, like a, <laughs> a master seven blue belt woman. <laughs> yeah, I do I find that if I ask somebody to roll immediately after a round, they're more enticed to say yes. And if they wait a little, if I wait like 30 seconds, they're like, they like want to rest or something. Like I almost, if I catch them off guard, they'll accidentally agree to it. You know what I think you should do? I think you should go up to people that say no and be like, hey, can I just ask you a question? Uh, Put him in a position to start rolling. Yeah. Shake his hand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Be like, oh, we're on That's what I do to Damien sometimes. Damn. Yeah. For my, my days and, you know, I just, I'll be on the phone a lot talking to people and shit. That's. <laughs> I really just put it away. Yeah. Yeah. I like being free. I feel like if I'm looking at my phone, it's uh, it, I'm working, and if I'm not, I'm chilling. Your brother spends a lot of time on his phone. Actually, I scroll through the Instagram. I see any any female. It could be from any country in the world. Mm-hmm. You bet. J Rod has investigated this account. He's definitely like the like a bunch of photos, but he will never talk to a girl. <laughs> he'll like he'll definitely like some pictures, but for J Rod to go talk to girls, very uh, far and few in between. Well, yeah, what does that take? What would that take? Mm, it takes a bit of spontaneous. Like he'll maybe he'll randomly feel um, confident. I, I remember one time he told me he like recently had a a a like a conversation with a girl like in an elevator or something, and he walked <laughs> away. He was like, "Oh my god, I can't believe I did that!" <laughs> like it's been a, a long time, you know, long time coming. J Rod is so funny, man. He like reminds me of my grandmother. You know what I mean? Like everything I suggest him to do, he's like, "I can't do that." Don't do that. Don't take drugs. Don't talk like that. So you can't laugh at that. You know. Even like uh, if you show him like techniques, he like won't believe it until like it happens to him a hundred times or something. He's very finicky. Which is funny for a guy that loves buggy jokes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, dude, he like he, he had to get hit with it yeah. for him to master it. Renee Renee Sousa got him. I mean, honestly, the Renee Nikki Ryan match kind of. If he had buggy Nikki, I think I would have laughed. Would have oh, it would have been quite painful for all of us, but <laughs> that would have been very painful. Fuck, that would have sucked. That would have been zero and four that night. Yeah, Nicky Ryan saved us. But that's it. All right, so you come to training, either you teach the lunch class or you smoke a massive blunt out back. Mm-hmm. Sometimes both. both. Yeah, I just want to say I've seen it. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes both. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, and then yeah. So I do some training, right? Uh, like thirty minutes of drilling. We do some. Some live, and then afterwards, um, I try to do at least one post on social media, 
And then, you know, I run the jerky, uh, the kind of the jerky business. So I'm always like brainstorming how I can grow that. Um, like right now I'm working on getting a, uh, commercial kitchen. So we're going to be put, putting in, uh, three or four, uh, dehydrators in there uh, along with moving our staff from a food truck into this, uh, commercial kitchen. And, uh, that's kind of where I spend my time brainstorming, brainstorming about some instructionals as well. And, and then I'll watch some tape. Um, pretty consistently. You watch tape. Nikki J Rod doesn't watch tape. J Rod just started watching tape consistently because I put it on him. You put it on him. <laughs> yep, for sure. Before he was just say, oh, "I'm just gonna go out there, fuck them up," which I respect that because I spent years doing that, you know. But now I'm, I understand the value in uh, watching tape and you know understanding what the enemy is gonna do and you know because it, like it's an art, right? What we do is uh, it's tough, but it's definitely an art. And if if you can find different ways to use other people's techniques to benefit you, why not? I mean, I watch a lot of tape to steal the techniques for instructionals, but also it's good for the oh, training room as well. For instructionals. That, that makes sense. Um, who's the best wrestle-upper you've ever seen? O- Re- old school, old school. Old school. I mean, Marcelo used to hit some wrestle-ups. Yeah. Marcelo would wrestle up. Marcelo would go, he'd channel the same, like if you piss Nicky Ryan off enough when he's playing God, he guarantees wrestle-up. Yeah, know? really? Get that angry, angry wrestle-up. Mm. But that's so you train. You work in the jerky business, social media, you watch some tape. What, what's bedtime? What's how, how much TV you watch before bed? Oh, oh, I'm not much of a TV guy. I will watch some like Kill Tony or some comedy. Um, but, uh, fuck, I'm probably bed at like 9.30, 10, 10.30 late, latest. For oh. 12 hours of sleep a day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an athlete, bro. I work hard. <laughs> That's how you recover faster. Yeah, dude. I can, I, I'm a natural athlete. That is my testosterone. The fucking sleep, bro. Listen, man, there ain't nothing natural about 12 hours of sleep. <laughs> <laughs> bro, each hour is 100 milligrams. What a life, hey. He comes to the gym. He picks out a blue belt, breaks his spine, and then goes, I'll sleep on that for 12 hours. <laughs> bro, I have some, some of my best ideas right before I fall asleep. I write them down. Next day I wake up, I go accomplish goals. Digital, you put them in your phone or you write them on physical paper? Ooh, I'll put... I put them all in my phone, and then the best ones I'll write on paper. Yeah, I feel like if I don't write notes on paper, I can't remember shit. Eh? I agree. There's something about writing it, writing it down that uh, makes you remember. Like I remember when I was doing the um, uh, the WWE like um, reality show. I tried a, I tried like a, like a promo where I just remembered it and it was okay, and then I wrote it down, and the next day I, I said it was much better. So I agree with that. And you, you're saying you're a natural athlete, so. We've just picked up a new sponsor, Evertitan, so I'll be sponsored by a TRT company. I might finally reveal my stack for people that subscribe. But, Freddie, so what what would your advice be for a guy like Freddie? Freddie obviously doesn't have the genetics of a Rodriguez brother, mm-hmm. but he he's choosing to go down the steroid path. All right. So what I find, right, this is just my uh, collective ev- mm-hmm. co- collective um, scientific research, scientific research, right, that I've collected throughout the years. A lot of people go from not lifting weights, right, to lifting weights multiple times a week, eating exactly how they should be, a lot of protein, sleeping correctly and doing gear. And then they have all these results like, holy shit, this is great results. But if you just did everything besides the gear, mm-hmm. right? Do the food, do the weight training hard, uh, do the sleep. You would have awesome results. I'm not saying equal. I'm not yeah. saying 60 pounds in three months, but you know, if you gain, uh, you know, 10 pounds in, in three months or so, it'd be that's a big, significant difference. Yeah. That's a big one yeah. for sure. Yeah. But I mean, uh, again, I like, this is something I experienced when I went from wrestling in high school. I turned like, like right before I turned 18, I started lifting weights. Actually, I watched the movie pain and gain with Mark Wahlberg and the rock. <laughs> 
right? Right. Pretty much. I. This is what happened. Right. I was in NCAA. I was in a high school wrestling tournament. I lost my last match because, in, in my mind, I was like, all right, I was weaker. That's why I lost. So I go home, watch Pain and Gain. Changed my life forever. I lifted weights every day since. Eat and I ate like a protein, uh, my body weight and protein every yeah. day since as well. And it took me like seven seven years to gain like you know maybe forty fifty pounds or something, but it was good. Yeah. What are you aiming for? You aiming? What do you want to do? What do you want to look like? I mean, if I could be like two hundred, that's pretty good for what me. What do you weigh now? Like one eighty. Bro, when I when I started, I was like one eighty five, mm-hmm. and within like six months, I blew up to like to like two fifteen or something mm-hmm. like that. Like obviously it's a bunch of fat, but um. Fat muscle, your body, bro. If you don't lift and you start lifting like a bodybuilder in like two to four weeks, you're like, holy shit, I look fucking good. Yeah, Fre- yeah. Freddie's got an issue though. He's, he's obviously he suffers from Parkinson's, so he's shaking all the time. <laughs> so he's burning calories sitting still. Yeah, you might need to eat more. Yeah, yeah. Are you eating your protein just red meat? Uh, okay. All right. Honestly, I was doing mainly st- steak and ground beef. That's why I had high cholesterol. Would have saved your life, right? Practically, dude. If I kept eating like that, it would not be good for my future. So, I guess shout out Gordon for for <laughs> giving uh, forcing me to do uh, this blood t- this blood test, whatever. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I had high cholesterol, but I also had huge biceps. So it's like it's a balance. <laughs> The balance for sure, yeah. Not everyone's into the huge biceps. You remember the Japanese lady that kicked you out of the hot spring? Oh yeah, that might have been a bit of a mistake, bro. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> yeah. So we pulled up to the counter, and walking in, I knew I was like, all right, I probably I have to like you know kind of finesse this a little bit, right? So she was like, gave me a couple thing, a couple patches to cover my tattoos, and like the manager walks up, he's like, oh, you, you can't. The patches uh, don't cover all your tattoos. And he was like, let me see your bicep tattoo. Or she said that. She was like, oh, let me see your like arm tattoo. I was like, oh, what, this one? And then they were like, oh, you definitely can't come <laughs> oh in here. Jeez. Damn. What's, uh, what, so anti-steroids, what, why? I'm not anti-steroids. I just think it's, I just think it's funny to like, you know, make fun of people sometimes for doing them. Uh, all right. All right. Let, let me think. So anti, I'm not anti-steroids. I'm the opposite I, to you. I tell everyone I'm on steroids, but they look at me and go, nah. Nah, right? <laughs> it's so funny. Uh, but you know, I feel like if they if people didn't think I was on gear, then that mean I I was like small and skinny and frail. Um, so it's good to be jacked and juicy. Um, but let's see, I I wouldn't say I'm anti gear because who knows? Maybe when I'm like forty something, I'm trying to compete, like I'll hop on something. Um, but I think I just think that there's a lot of people that are high level high level grapplers. That if they didn't take steroids, they would not even be close to uh, what they are. Like it's, it almost make like it does such a bodily change that it almost makes unathletic athletic people seem athletic. Are, are you talking about Gabby Garcia? Um, uh, is she? Is she? <laughs> she seems like a natural. No. Yeah, I think. I mean, that's just a big boned woman. I, I don't know. I haven't failed a test yet. Have, <laughs> yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. I guess so. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not opposed to. It. I just don't do it. What do you think though? I also do think if I ever do gear, I would um I feel like I would I would document it. I'd be like, this is what this stuff actually does to your body. And uh am I I think I'd I'd react heavily because to to just boosting my test naturally by lifting weights and stuff, I had a huge reaction. Got fucking huge. And I'm sure I would get huger um if I implemented some kind of supplement like that. What pushed me over the edge was I read about a steroid called halotestin. And this one's so strong your liver fails quick. But one effect is your dick gets bigger. Oh, oh, you hung. <laughs> That's what pushed me. Ultimately, pushed Freddie over the edge too. Yeah, because Freddie was—he uh, was frightened of needles. 
Yeah. How does it? How does it make it long? You. <laughs> Because to me, the dick's just a muscle. If you use it more, it's going to grow bigger. <laughs> right? I think, yeah. I mean, so from what I've heard, allegedly, Freddie's, is that why yeah. yours is atrophy? <clears throat> Mine's has gotten bigger the 10 days I've been on my stack. Yeah. yeah. But, has, yeah. <laughs> this, like, this is what I'm worried about with Freddie, right? So Everton said, hey, you're going to take testosterone twice a week. Oh, and, and we're having a conversation before, and, and we, Jeremy Skinner actually jabbed Freddie in the he office. Did. We filmed this. We'll put it out. Wow. Um, he jabbed you last Friday, right? Friday. And I said to him, I go, well, you've, have you taken a shot again? He's like, no, I just need to take another one by Friday. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, you can't take two shots basically once a week, like on the same day. Oh, it's meant yeah. to be spread throughout the week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was trying to explain that to him in a way that the second one was going to come before, like way before Friday. It's only Tuesday. Are you going to jab yourself? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I have to. Yeah. Have to yeah. That's, the, that's you, the part that I'm not scared of, but it's like it's... Is that why you I haven't like done it. shot number two? No, I actually wanted to do my HCG first, but I just haven't had time to mix it. Put it in your arse? The first one, Jeremy put it in my bum. Yeah, He did such a good job, I didn't really feel it going. We could clip that, just you saying Jeremy put it in my bum. <laughs> <laughs> right there. Was he, he was gentle, right? He was very gentle. Yeah, he's, you could tell he's he's a pro, for sure. Damn. Yeah. He might not like... He's done it before, maybe. I don't know, but he was very willing. No one's accusing Jeremy. He, was, he could be a nurse. Yeah, he was very willing. Um, he, well, what's that based on? His technique or his character? His hair is like is off to the side. <laughs> he looks like you a know? guy who wears scrubs he's for got sure. Nurse hair. Yeah, yeah. He's a, he looks like a school shooter that grew up. You know, <sighs> luckily Australia has no guns, but that's seventy. Kind of a problem we only have here, right? Well, I think so. The US, yeah. UK, he's got stabbings. Oh. America got shootings. Venezuela, we have no food down there. Yeah. We, we have we're zombies over there, but no one eats and shit. So. Different yeah. type of, Venezuela. different type of fucking crazy, yeah. You and your heritage is Puerto Rican because I remember uh, something that always stick with me was a quote by you where we were talking about moving to Puerto Rico and John was like, "Hey, Nicky Rod, have you ever been to Puerto Rico?" And you were like, "Not since before I was born." Yep. <laughs> what I meant by that was, uh, <laughs> my, I think my mom was pregnant with me uh, while she was in Puerto Rico, so I was technically there. So you're conceived <laughs> I in was, the, yeah, I was there, right? They stamped the passport for sure, right? something like that. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I mean, it was good to come back and go back to the homeland, I guess. To the homeland. Yeah. We got to experience some good blackouts and stuff. We had Nikki Ryan on here on a rant about Puerto Rico. Yeah. Definitely Scott. Oh. I feel like you probably had the best time. I had a good time. I just knew that anytime I was going to do anything that involved uh, the Puerto Rican people, that was going to take a very long time. So I started, I, I went in there like, hey, can I get an iced latte, regular milk? And I start my timer. I'd be like, all right, 20 minutes. Let's see how this goes. And typically it take about that long, even if you're... The only one in line. Well, I mean, that's a funny thing because obviously Nicky Ryan complained about that too, but that's the sort of service I'd expect out of him if Nicky Ryan had a job. <laughs> I don't think Nicky Ryan would serve anybody. <laughs> Dude, I was such a bad employee at my like normal jobs. I'm sure I'm sure Nicky Ryan would probably be the same. Yeah. Luckily for him, he hasn't had to work. But you've done what? Security, modeling? Yeah. Yep. I've done... <laughs> I've done... Um, Male stripper. I, yeah, I've done a little bit of everything for sure. Both on, worked on and off the books. What's what's the... Uh, I mean, all right. So the, you, you're on OnlyFans, but like what's the... You're in modeling. What's what's the most money someone's offered you to do some weird shit? Oh, not to do, not to do weird stuff. Hmm. Let me see. How do I answer this? <laughs> um. Fuck. I mean, honestly, even like the fit, even like the fitness pictures and stuff, uh, it's pretty weird. I mean, you just have like, there's like, 
there's like five guys in a photo shoot, right? They're all gay. One, one holds a camera. One, uh, you know, is like the stylist, one's a, the makeup artist, and they're just complimenting you the whole day. I'm like a piece of meat to these guys, you know, so I'm just like, all right, give my money and, and let's bounce. Uh, but it was good money. Like I'd make like, you know, 2,500 for a photo shoot and it'd be like four, four, six hours or something like that. But like all this work, the 46 hours, it could get done in like 45 minutes. Like if you just like gave me the clothes I need to wear and take the photos, it would be super fast, but everybody wants to talk, and there's a break for coffee, and they want to fix the fucking pad your face, it's, you know, it's getting sweaty or whatever, but I'm, thank the Lord I'm out of that business, you know, I'm, costing cast, it could have went in every different direction, (laughs) yeah, now, nowadays when I'm modeling, it's, it's true for like my sponsors or something, which is, you know, it's pretty efficient with the time, I've had a lot of predatory gay men, send me invitations, offer some money. Like, they were like, I remember one guy was saying, I want to fly to New York. We'll get a hotel. I'll just choke. You can choke me out a bunch of times. Just weird shit like that. Hey. I think we probably had the same messages. Same, <laughs> same people. Fucking like Nikki Ryan <laughs> yeah. giving out our email addresses. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I had one guy, uh, um, ask me, um, he must've been disabled. Asked me to carry him for a mile. Like, hey, can, can I hold onto your back? You you jog for a mile. You, that's a that's a good test because you're the sort of guy that if he just said, "I don't think you could," oh, you I'd, would do it. I'd be very intrigued. Yeah, <laughs> but also don't touch me. You know? <laughs> he offers me. you money; it's a no. But if it's a fucking physical challenge, yeah, well, it's just more enticing. You got to ask. Uh, oh, I can't say the guy's name, eh? But he does visit V Team from time to time, where he got swindled. By a guy that was like uh, pretending to be from a university doing a study on chokes. Huh. And he got this guy, I keep almost saying his name. So first it started where he's like, hey, can you choke yourself? Like he's cool. He's called up this guy. They're on the phone. He's like, oh, I'm going to pay you your private lesson to have this phone call. I'm going to ask you some questions because you do jujitsu. And it starts with him choking himself. And he's like, can you make the noises like you're choking himself? And then he's like, can you stick your fingers down your throat? And this just goes on for oh a very God. long time before he realizes what's happening and he didn't get paid. Yeah, the, <laughs> the guy's jerking off on the phone for sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. Damn. That's the best prank ever, though, way. Eh? I'd love good. to. If that guy listens, hit me up. I'll give you Nicky Ryan's number for sure. <laughs> I tried again, yeah. <laughs> Damn, that's so funny. They oh. could probably get J-Rod, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> you walk in, J-Rod's like... <laughs> I mean, shit, dude. How much is the guy offering to bail? Well, he didn't get paid. Oh, yeah. I mean, but yeah. what was the offer? Because at least if you... Whatever fought- his private lesson rate oh, was, he was like, let's just do it. He's like, it's for research. Yeah, it's researching something, eh? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like guys are the only ones that have all these weird fucking fetishes. Hey, you don't realize how creepy guys are, like we are, until you get pursued by gay men. Yeah. Yep. Indeed. Fuck. Modeling world was not... Um, <clears throat> is weird. Could Freddie be a model? For the right price, I'm sure you do anything. <laughs> I like the fucking look and hesitation. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. What, what's uh, what was a weirder one? Working uh, security with like a whole bunch of fucking drunk crazy people or modeling? Security was um was pretty funny. Like I bounced at a um at a club, and sometimes we'd have competitions like who could kick out the most people, and it'd be like for absolutely no reason. Like this guy like bumped into a wall, or um you know he spilled the drink. We just like because it was overcrowded. So we just like, maybe get, this guy gets 15. I'm like, all right, I'm trying to get 30, kick him out. And it was just a competition like that. Occasionally we'd get into uh, like brawls with people that didn't know how to fight. And um, it would just be kind of comical. You know what I mean? Somebody coming, I would wait for somebody to like try to hit me or push me and then like start engaging. 
Like I remember one guy, um, we were, I like, I like asked him to go outside and pretty much when he was stepping off the property, he realized he was getting escorted out and he like turned back into me and like tried to double leg me. And, um, but when he did that, he like collapsed to his knees. So he was just on his knees hugging my, that's torso, like my double leg, right? Yeah. <laughs> hugging my torso. And, um, and I fell over, like I was pretty much on, in, on top mount now. And I just, I humped the ground one time and his head bounced off and he was still conscious, but he let go of me. And then I just walked right back inside. That sounds pretty similar. It's probably a muddling shoot, eh? I get paid extra for that though. <laughs> <laughs> More money in modeling for sure. Yeah. Something I got to ask you too, right? All right. Um, we had to strong arm you to come to Tokyo. Oh, yeah. And I, I remember I've, I've heard, allegedly, this was a statement of yours. If your city has a Chinatown, why would you travel to Asia? Well, okay, let, let me see where I can dig myself out of this hole. Uh, I was just saying, I was saying hypothetically, if there was a Japan town here, there wouldn't be that much of a need to go to Japan because it'd be like not so far off. You feel me? Like a fried dumpling here is a fried dumpling there. Oh, you think it's, oh, you think God, quality of food is not better over there than here? All right, I would say quality of food is good. But it's not thirteen hour flight good. It's I don't not, know. You like the ramen a lot. Itchy ramen. Ram, all right. The ramen was exceptional, truly exceptional. I'm just a homebody, right? Traveling anywhere, I'm like I'm like, all right, I'll think about it. But traveling across the world, like, bro, we went so far north we ended up going south again. You feel me? That's far. That was real far. Um is Japan dangerous? Bro, if you don't if you litter, they kill you. It's pretty dangerous. Death penalty for littering. It's hard to find a trash can, honestly. Bro, that was weird. <laughs> the second the second we landed in Dallas, uh, I was like, damn, there's trash cans here. This absolutely perfect. But yeah, there's no trash cans in the in the in the to- town of Tokyo. Do people just keep their trash on them? I don't know. That's weird. Also, everybody was very like they dressed super similar, like button up white shirt, blue blue pants or whatever. I don't they know. Dress felt- well over there. Hey, they dress pretty good. Yeah, like a simulation. <laughs> Didn't feel real. You feel felt like real. you're in a simulation. What was some weird stuff you noticed out there? Do you notice any weird behaviors? I went to a coffee shop and there was it was a petting zoo for uh, like chinchillas or something. <laughs> That's weird. Hedgehog. hedgehog. Yeah, I mean, they have like cat cafes here and shit. Yeah, but not fucking hedgehog cafes. I don't yep. think cat cafes. Fuck. We ha- there was also there just be ch- like girls walking around in like. Uh, in like the doll costumes, right? Like the anime setup. That was very. Uh, you not into it? I don't. No, no, <laughs> not really, not really. I want to know what you actually look like. Um, also, like we went to the sex store, super cool, but fuck, kind of creepy. Like all the sex dolls were like they were like child one, child size with huge titties, right? I actually want to. I remember this. Your brother was telling me what happened to immigration that they took all your jerky. Yeah, I. All right, so I was. I'm assuming uh, that they're going to be really strict with getting in. So on the thing, I checked. They were like, "Oh, like we'll confiscate you if you have any beef." So I was like, "All right, well, I have jerky on me. Don't like, don't arrest me." You know what I mean? And they were like, "Oh, go to this other person." She took my jerky, and I go through. But I ended up sneaking in like one or two bags. So in long term, I could have just said not said anything and been completely fine. But fuck, I didn't want to go to Japanese juvie. Some places have <clears throat> real strict, like, uh, customs laws, because, like, uh, what is it, like, uh, hand-and-mouth disease and stuff, so, like, in meat products, isn't in some countries. Australia has crazy. You can't bring any food. Any food. food. No, it's nothing. Dude, I tr- when I, on the flight, 
I had 13 hours of snacks. I had uh, fucking cinnamon raisin bagels. I had cream cheese, butter, uh, my jerky, uh, a bunch of fruit. I had dragon fruit, oranges. I was loaded. Was that your entire carry-on case was just food? Uh, yeah, a complete. I had a 32-liter book bag full of food. I had 13 <laughs> hours of snacks. I was pretty much every- Did you bring that in case you got to Japan? You're like, I can't eat any of this. No, no. I just like to... Uh, I don't. I don't like flying, so it, the food kills the anxiety. I just eat. Oh, you get time. anxious on the plane? Well, I just just sitting still. Like you want me? I can't fucking sit still. <laughs> I, I'm used to working out all day long, and oh, that too. I, I I do work out after after practice. Um, pretty much every day as well. So that's in the schedule too. And you're doing high rep range workouts. Uh, honestly, it's it's more cardio endurance now. Like, um, I'll do some sprints. I have a bunch of cool machines. I have the the assault bike, which is every wrestler's uh you know nightmare. I have the ski ERG ski oh, yeah. skier machine. I have the um the rowing the row row machine as well, and then some free weights. Uh, but most of the time, I'll mix in. I'll do like a couple. I'll you know, do some like power cleans and stuff, fairly lightweight. And then uh, I'll mix in some sprints on the machines. So you do because you used to be a big fan of the. The high rep range stuff, eh? Hey? Yeah, honestly, I think the high reps, like hypertrophy training, is the best for looking good. Like, like it's cool to like lift heavy weights, but if you don't look good, what's the point? Like, you know, so I'd much rather value like, um, you know, having big biceps over having like a good deadlift. Because what's you know, you don't deadlift ever, right? Nah, I think it's bad. For, I think it's bad for your back and shit, bro. I think like a little bit is is all right. But I just always see people getting hurt with the deadlift with the deadlifts. I think more than anything, it's too easy to let your ego get in the way and like oh like a little bit more, a little bit more. And uh, I use all I I leave leave all the really hard workouts for for in here for B team. Um, but uh, besides that, I'll, I'll go pretty hard on at home workouts and stuff. You know, I like the, I like the variation of stuff. When did it? When did it change? Was there a match or anything? When I tore my bicep. So uh, that was Bro. the end of it. So the sequence of of, uh, of events, right? I like, so I think I tore my bicep on a Saturday. Thursday and Friday, I was home in, in like New Jersey. So at home, I have this gym called Four Seasons and it has, it's the best gym in the fucking world. But in addition, it has some of the best like bicep uh, equipments, there, right? So I pretty much absolutely destroy my biceps on third, Thursday and Friday. And then... I go I go to wrestling uh on Saturday. When I'm going to wrestling practice, I leave like 30 minutes later than I was supposed to, right? So I pull up. That doesn't sound like you. <laughs> I pull up. I have no absolutely no time for a warm up. I just like I loosen up for like 2 minutes, and I shake the guy's hand and start wrestling. As soon as I shake his hand, I shoot and just blow my arm out. Like absolutely the first movement I do. And I was like, "Wow, I should have saw that coming." So just two crazy arm days and then no warm up straight to hard wrestling with a guy my size and and level of athleticism. That's how I did it. And then immediately after, you know, I had like six months of recovery or whatever. And then I started lifting like um, for more endurance and stuff. I was like, I don't think I'm going to get any bigger, like unless I really commit to, to bodybuilding and bigger necessarily isn't necessarily stronger. I'm already 230 pounds. My fighting weight is like is like two twenty five ish, so I just stay around here because my cardio is great. I'm so stronger uh, than any, everybody on the planet, and I move better. So allegedly, people say I'm stronger though. That's where you're correct. Allegedly, <laughs> and but factually, I am stronger. <laughs> I think I really do believe whatever lift we do and whatever kind of squeeze that's applied, 
I think I'm just like slightly stronger. And at least slightly. I like that. I like that. Yeah, but if you slightly in every exercise, in every category, amass is to a lot. <laughs> so I just love the look on your face when people say, "Oh, Craig's stronger." <laughs> yeah, but you know, I I realized what it is is that I use technique and you use effort, you use muscle and strength, <laughs> and I'm just I'm uber technical now, now, so I'm proud of that. That is good. That's good. You're technical too. You know, not that, I mean, <laughs> I just yeah. got a good grip strength. That's it. I think people years think called old man strength, bro. That too. I think I'm going to get stronger. TRT strength. That's TRT. what it is. Mm-hmm. See, I think I'm going to have my own TRT session. When when I hit like 30, 32, my body's going to be like old man strength engaged and I'll get even stronger. <laughs> so you're going to take TRT at 30? No, 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 no. Oh. My body's going to produce it. Okay. Because it's different It's different <laughs> levels of, of, of uh, puberty. I'm yeah. still like, I just finished puberty, right? I'm 27. <laughs> I'm just 27. So I've puberty, gone through it a few times. You're going through it. See? <laughs> yeah, he's been on puberty, going on puberty for a couple of years in a row now. You can well, kickstart that back yeah. up. <laughs> I feel like I feel like, bro. You know that video I made uh, on B Team where we're like, I was like, bust a lot of nuts. It's kind of true. If you just keep the tank empty, your body's like, oh fuck, I need more testosterone, more testosterone. So you keep busting, you keep building your testosterone. You didn't put that in your schedule though. Yeah, when's when's bro, that? I gotta break it down every every time. I'm, I mean. You got to give the people what they want. Oh, you bust in the morning, you bust in the noon, you bust at night. That <laughs> bare minimum three. That was, that's like when I'm training, you guys don't think I'm going hard, but I'm at a deficit. I just came before I came here. You feel me? He ain't going hard. He is hard. I, I, correct. <laughs> correct. <laughs> that's a heavy that's fucking crazy. workload, mate. Yeah. You, your day sounded pretty slim until you added in three nuts a day. And I was like, that's a fucking hardworking man right Bro, there. If you're efficient with your time, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I know once I once I start, I get a little tinkle. I'm like, all right, five minutes. Let's, let's knock it out. Five minutes done done bro Not sometimes good. on the road and if it's if it's a piece of ass it's like it's a, a fifth of that <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> that's an efficient yeah. fuck yeah. yeah oh bro time is money yeah. for sure i bet when sure. he's fucking he's thinking about what he should be eating <laughs> <laughs> i like to plan my day out <laughs> how am i gonna recover from this properly <laughs> what's the appropriate meals to recover from uh three nuts a day not red meat no, no, not right me, not now. Dude, I miss steak though, man. I've been on this chicken and ground turkey. The best chicken in the world is not even close to the best like, you know, ribeye steak or something. It's really a shame about my cholesterol, but I think I'm getting blood work done soon. Um so that should um show me that I'm doing much better. Fuck, I'm fingers crossed, bro. <laughs> I'm really trying here. Um You haven't had a steak since? No, I mean, I've had a steak occasionally. Yeah, like yeah. I just had Korean barbecue the other day, which was really good, you know. Um, but well, we had a bit of that. We had a bit of the fucking barbecue spots. And I had it when I came back as well. <laughs> <laughs> we got you hooked again, eh? dude. I we had like a five wagyu that was like raw. You cook it right there. Oh man, it was good. Everyone loves to get high. Unfortunately for me, my mom loved to get high while I was still in the womb. Here we have these mood products, right? Mood ships you affordable, 100% federally legal Delta A and Delta 9 THC products with specialty strains that can make you feel chill, relaxed, calm, sensual, and it can help you sleep easier. So I love these mood products because I have to deal with uh, a bunch of idiots at the gym and this really, they really help calm me down and have the patience to deal with with some of these cavemen. I train seven days a week, or at least I pretend to. So I start every day with this good morning mix. Delicious sour apple flavor puts me in the right pace for the day. 
Choose the mood that's right for you. Order your THC products from Mood today and for 20% off your first order and free gummies, go to hallowmood.com and use promo code FCRAIGJONES. That's hallowmood.com, promo code FCRAIGJONES for 20% off your order and free gummies. What was the best food you had out in Tokyo? Ooh, that's a good... Actually, probably... Honestly, probably that ramen spot was like... The that ramen, really yeah. got me. The itchy, itchy ramen, right? Dude, I went there like three times. I only went there once, but I remember when we left... When I arrived, it was dead. But when we left, there were so many fucking people. I was like... I mean, I'm a guy that I will not line up for any food. Yeah. yeah. If I see a line, I'm like, on to the next place. Yeah. How good can it be? You know? I have to beat the lines. I uh, I kind of like the concept of it, though. Like, you you just put... You pay immediately for your food, and then you go sit down, and they, and they bring it to you. As here, you have to wait for a, a waiter. You order, and... And the pay after. It's very efficient over there. I love the signs. Like one of the one of the signs in there is like a little wooden thing that it says like please be quiet so you can like show it to the people next to you. Yeah. Or the staff that'll leave you alone. Yeah, that's pretty funny. How many bowls of ramen would you hit? What when I, did I eat when I was there? I no lie, I did I, I had had either five or six. I had the like three from the the Ichi ramen place and then about about another three elsewhere. Like even the day before the day we competed, uh that was my breakfast. I had some spicy ramen. It was it was beautiful. You once you found that you were set. You were Bro, set for the trip. It was ramen every corner. I was like I could I could be here for a while, you know, no problem. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh I had to ask you about this uh I was talking to your brother, you on competition days, I noticed this in Atlanta. You wait to wait like you're in your bed your hotel room like fucking Yes, the decisions a man makes on comp day. Bro, I completely, I I think this is true, right? Like, like, there's only, I really do think there's only so many great decisions you can make in a day, whether that number is 100 or 5,000, right? And even like choosing to scroll through your phone, uh, talking to somebody, playing fucking spike ball, you can make a thousand decisions before you, without even trying. So I say, why not save all of those those perfect decisions for when it's completely necessary? So, dude, I shut my eyes and my ears off, and I just put myself in in a in a coma until it's go time. And then when it's go time, I'll put like you know some basics, some very calm uh, country music on because I want to be calm, right? I'm calm all day. And then um, right right before uh, competition, I got some like some things I say to myself to turn it on. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's fucking go time. So how many decisions do you think you make before the match? Like, dude, no lie. I very like four. <laughs> I'm like, wake up, got to piss. All right, I'll piss. Brush my teeth. That's two. And then, then I'll set my alarm. That's three. Drink water, four. And then alarm goes off. Now I'm getting ready. It's time to go. But now we're talking, what am I going to eat? Five. No, no, I, I planned that out the day before. The day <laughs> before, day before decision. The day before, I'll choose. I'll, I find the spot. I'm like I'm going to eat eat here at twelve o'clock. Got to be at the bus at three. So, uh, oh, I also I'll get I'll get some sun the day of competition. Like we compete at night. I'll just go out. I'll put my feet in the grass. I'll absorb some of the rays, and then I'll go after I eat. I'll go back in, take a nap, and bro, no scrolling, no talking to nobody. I'm there for fucking war. Like I like I wouldn't travel to tokyo for anything partially it was to like make sure jay made it back here because he's never left the country before and then the other part is like i know it's gonna be great for the business but i completely saw it as we're traveling across the world right people have been doing this for ages and we're gonna do battle with the enemy so that's that's what happened i went over there we did battle we successfully you some you sub people i looked good on the mat 
And that was it. <laughs> it was a good outcome. <clears throat> I never even think about it as battle. I just go, fuck, fuck, hopefully don't embarrass myself. It's life or death for me. One hundred percent. I've all I even see rounds in here sometimes. I'm like, I could kill this motherfucker. But now I'm a bit nicer, you know? <laughs> they don't get the whole like breaking action, you know. Um people were talking shit online because you pushed Owen off the stage. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, he was running away from me. Um yeah, I mean, I dominated, obviously I dominated Ro, uh, Owen in all, all aspects, wrestling, jiu-jitsu, uh, being handsome, completely dominated that as well. And um, yeah, we had just had this, we had this sequence of events where he runs away twice, and the third time he runs away, I, he just happens to be on the side of the mat. So I give him a little push, like, come on, stop fucking, stop running, come at me, you know? He was just trying to do anti-jiu-jitsu, which is, um, you know, not cool, but... Nevertheless, scored a million points, controlled, dominated the whole match. And uh, you know, he says he wants to do it again. He commented, he was like, Oh, catch weight, let's do let's do the next match, catch weight. I was like, all right, catch weight and you saw the drug test. And he didn't like that. I reckon even better than that, say, hey, this time twelve foot elevated platform. <laughs> yeah, I would do it higher, yeah. <laughs> and a smaller mat. <laughs> yeah, like just a tiny square. Right? Yeah, he's very. He was very proud of his like foot sweep. But I'm like, it. It didn't do anything. Like, okay, you put me to my butt for in the first two seconds of the match, which is fine. I wasn't even in a wrestling stance. I'm, I'm lax a days ago because I'm waiting. I'm waiting for you to stop walking away. And he was very proud of that. Which you know, it's all right. You gotta find wins when you can. I guess. You know, whatever. It didn't hurt my feelings. It didn't piss me off at all. <laughs> fine. That's the problem. A lot of those foot sweeps, it's like uh, you butt hits are going to bounce back up. It's like it fits so satisfying to hit, but yet oftentimes you don't end up on top. Eh? You got to engage. Yeah. He could definitely try the pass guard immediately after, but you know, I think he would just, he didn't want to engage in any uh, jujitsu because he doesn't have any jujitsu. <laughs> so that match <clears throat> definitely going to happen. Eh? Another thing I want to ask you about, what is a rest day? Oh, a rest day is just going light. Like instead of like sixty minutes of jujitsu, you just do like maybe forty five, and you only do forty five like not at ninety percent, but probably like a hundred and five percent. And then after that, you go home and you work out. Uh, you work out really, really hard, and then you just keep eating food and, and you recover from those sessions. And that'd be a good rest day. So just a little bit less than you usually do. I call that rest day. Of the high level athletes at B team, who do you think? Oh, we won't say names. What percentage of people do you think don't work hard enough versus overwork? High of, of a high level athletes. Well, I think I think our guys, um, like the the core group of guys, um, you know, I think everybody does does pretty good. You know, some guys get a little banged up, and you don't know if they're they're injured or they just like want to re- want to chill a little bit, you know. But we definitely got some floozies in the, on the team that like, <laughs> you know, they want to. Um, like oh my uh it's fine it's raining today like we shouldn't we shouldn't like train you know what i mean or like if it's too cloudy out there like ah fuck it's you know too much condensation and we get hurt so you know we got some we got some guys some little softies i think it's a i think it's a culture thing too because like from the wrestling culture um if you're not uh if you're not training every day you're like you know you'll be on the softer side you know i like the wrestling uh mindset it's funny like i remember talking to one guy he was like yeah if someone pokes me in the eyes when we're training, he's like, I, I don't expect an apology. If they apologize, I say, hey, do it again. Yeah. And I just fucking suck up. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like if you get kicked in the nuts, they don't stop the match. So you just have to suck it up and keep going. So you find yourself purposely like hit me in the nuts again so I can build this callus. You know? 
You're not a calloused. Oh, uh, I mean, I would say balls <laughs> of steel. Balls of steel. Do you yeah. reckon, is that? I mean, what what are we talking about in terms of size? Given they're drained all the time. That's the thing. I see. See, uh, similar to my testosterone, because I'm a natural athlete, it goes up and down. I have, the, I have peaks and rises. So, like right before I come, balls are huge. So you'd never do like a seven days no fap thing. No fap. What's fap? F A P. What's fap stand for? <laughs> it's about it'd be no fast. <laughs> there's there's not like uh, F stands for this, A stands for that. I don't think, yeah, so. I don't think so. Okay. Uh no fab. No, 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 no. It's same thing with the with the rest days, you want to come more on rest days. So you can come more. Because you get higher testosterone. Right? So you just come in once or twice, your body's like you can handle it. I feel that for me, busting and out eats into my recovery, you know? Like I almost feel like I'm hey, I'm gonna save this for the boys tomorrow, you know? Yeah. Well, that was gay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would say busting nut, it would definitely help you recover more because your body's like making more testosterone, right? If you just have this testosterone, like honestly, if you're, if you don't come in a few days it and you're full of cum, that's kind of gay. What's the like one? being, being full of cum is gay. <laughs> like you want to be not, you don't have any cum in you. Well, we're not swallowing it, you know? No, but you have it in you. Like any cum in you is pretty gay. Get rid of it. Well, unlo- unload. I understand the logic for right? sure. Yeah, you don't like letting it marinate a bit, seasoning on this? Bro, unless, it, unless it's flank steak, I don't need to season it. <laughs> All right. Um, what's the longest time period recently you've gone without busting a nut? Mm, how long have we been here? <laughs> what about on the airplane? You busting on the airplane? Oh fuck! I definitely hours. thought about it, bro. <laughs> I definitely, I was like, I could kill, I could kill a few minutes in here, I could you know. Kill 30 but, seconds. but I and I even, I even went to extend. I sat down in the toilet and I was like trying to get, um, fucking trying to get the right angle. But fuck my, I was like making noise and shit, banging to the walls, so I couldn't get a good stroke on. You know what I mean, dude? I've been in a uh, on a plane in the on the toilet where it's I'm almost too wide to wipe my ass. I'm like trying to get back there. The yeah. corners are hitting me and shit. Hey. Also, as I'm flying, like it's impossible for me. To not have a boner when I'm flying, I'm erect the whole time. I don't know what if it's the altitude or the air pressure. Probably the vibrations, the relaxation, something, bro. Hopefully, it's not J Rod sitting yeah. next to you. I don't know. I I fly with like a blanket on my lap because yeah. it's dangerous. Yeah, no J Rod said you were try. moving a lot. I don't know <laughs> what's going on under the blanket. Try to get comfortable. Oh man, fuck! I was so uncomfortable on the way back. The way there was fine to Tokyo because it was me and Jay sharing a three, a th- like a row of three, so we could like you know we could relax a little bit. Fuck! I was sitting next to some lady, bro. No lie, the whole f- the whole thirteen hours, I did a cycle between um thirty minutes watch watch video while while eating food, thirty minutes go to the bathroom play on my phone, and then thirty minutes l- lapping the fucking airplane. It was terrible. <laughs> I did that for 13 hours. Like a caged animal? Bro, I was absolutely like a, like a fucking lion tied to a chain. It was terrible. Yeah. So safe to say you don't, you no travel anytime soon for you. No, I mean, I leave in a couple of days to California, but all, all close flights. I got to Cali. I go to Canada soon. Oh, all, sure. all close flights, no longer than like six hours. So that's good. But bro, to do another 13 hour flight, I need to admit a million dollars. Well, it's some good drugs. You know what I mean? I'm good. He's the Natty King, bro. <laughs> bro, you guys were, you guys had, um, you guys had jet lag? I had no jet lag because I stayed up on the flight. Well, I mean, I didn't have jet lag because I was fucking pumping stimulants down when I got well, there. <laughs> I had some coffee. Co- yeah, I mean, coffee will work. Coffee's like, <clears throat> it's like a hand job. You know, you, you need something a bit more sometimes. I'm not a fan of hand jobs. <laughs> only when you do it, eh? Then it's two minutes. Dude, I got calluses, bro. I, need, I, need, I can only hand job myself with uh, Vaseline. You know, th- a thick layer and not cut myself up. <laughs> Fucking hell. Yeah, I, I take uh, Xanax, Valium on the plane, land, 
hit the ground running, modafinil, Adderall, something, you know? I took, yeah. um, I, on the plane, I took, uh, melatonin, I had melatonin gummies, but I didn't use them because I was looking at them. And every time I thought about it, I was like, you fucking pussy. Like, what do you need? You need this to be easier. But are you scared of drugs? No, I'm not scared. I just don't like taking the easy way out. Like, if you drop me off in the woods, I'm going to I'm gonna get out. I'm going to get back. Drop you off. You're like, where's my medafinil? Like, I can't. <laughs> yeah. you know, I'm going to figure it out. Well, I'll take it on the way there. Be ready for the woods, you know? Oh, I see. I see. But, all right. Would you say, then, <clears throat> the Vikings that ate magic mushrooms before battle were pussies? I would say that's, the mushrooms probably a... Uh, I so I like the organic stuff, mushroom being organic from the earth as opposed to the synthetic. But you know what drugs. they would do? They would eat the what was it? The Amanita muscaria mushroom. Mm-hmm. Then it would go through them once. They'd piss that out, drink it, and every time they drink their piss, it would get stronger and stronger. Oh really? I n- I've never heard of that. Have you tried this? Not yet, but I'm not ruling it out. You know what I mean? I would do it and go train and see how that affected my training. I'm Definitely. only. I'm really only interested in doing stuff if it's going to help my training besides testosterone. If you, if you do it, definitely fucking use some mouthwash or something before you. <laughs> I did some. Uh, I did some shrooms a few times before jujitsu. So like I did shrooms. Like I ate a little bit breakfast because I didn't want to stay an empty stomach. You know, responsible. How many uh, grams? How how heavy are we pumping in? I would say like, like this part of my hand, I filled it up with mushrooms right there. Whatever that crease is. That's a fucking Wednesday for Gundole. Yeah, it was. It wasn't. It was definitely a microdose. I, w- I would say. Um, <clears throat> so I do the mushrooms. I'm driving the practice. I'm like, all right, let me smoke the J. So ignite the mushrooms. So <laughs> I get the I get the practice, and by the time live training starts, I was like the middle of my first roll. I was I was seeing the future. I was like, I know exactly what this guy's gonna do. I was like. It was like I would see like five seconds in advance. I was like, he's gonna touch my right shoulder. Boom! It fucking happened, and it was pretty much like like that for the entire uh, sixty minute training session. I absolutely knew I was in the minds of my opponents, of my training partners. Um, so it was a very interesting experience. I would do it again. I just I get a little fuzzy uh, uh, on the shrooms, though. I don't, I, I don't can't do it every day. Yeah. But not every day. But what would be a good protocol? I'm just thinking about you dominating, and then you come to and you realize you're still in your car or something you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah i wouldn't want that <laughs> still in my car yeah so i see like six hours in the future <laughs> stuck there fuck uh i don't know maybe every wednesday would be good wednesday shroom day at v-team you teach bro no uh, teach on oh, tuesday yeah, th- yeah, tuesday Ethan, thursday Ethan yeah I, don't, I wouldn't want to teach any response if i saw people staring at me while i was on shrooms i'd be like this is bad something's going wrong so you like the natural stuff, not the synthetic stuff. But what if they took magic mushrooms? I think the active ingredients like psilocybin. What if they took that out and put it in a pill? No good now. Um, I would say just a less. It's like a fuck. It's like it's like noodles, right? You use flour, you use egg. If you put it together, it's it's a man made thing. I don't know where I'm going with this. <laughs> You're saying less less people touching it, the better. The less people touching it, the better, right? Leave the egg alone. So you've you've done mushrooms, you smoke a bit of weed, but nothing else crazy, eh? Yeah, I mean, I've done alcohol a couple of times. It just it just hurts my stomach. Yeah, we've persuaded you to drink before. Eh? <laughs> Good. I yeah, fuck. I don't like social settings really too much. I'll go out with you guys, and I'm just like, all right, everybody's safe. No crazy people around here. Oh, you want to take pictures? All right, I'll take a couple of pictures. 
I'd rather just stay home. You look yeah. around though and you see us and you're like, these are the fucking crazy people. These are, yeah. <laughs> I just go out when you guys are going out. I'm like, I just, I just want to make sure everybody gets home safe. During, yeah. uh, <clears throat> during the Wiz Khalifa show, I would look at you and your brother and you guys would con- like every five to 10 minutes, we'd look back and she's like, should we get out of here? Yeah, dude. <laughs> All the time. I was like, dude, you guys have to fucking decide. And you guys are like, I would just say five more minutes. And then eventually it was to the point that we're like, Kieran got fucked up. So we're like, oh, dude, perfect reason. Let's get the fuck out of here. Jay's never smoked weed, right? No, no. he 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 been hotboxed by uh by Wiz Khalifa's yeah. bodyguards dude, before. But was he acting a bit weird after that, or he kept together? He was fine, honestly. Yeah. He couldn't he couldn't tell anything. I don't even think he was he was high. But uh, yeah, Jay Jay's uh, never done anything, uh, which is good. I don't like advise it. You know? No, no, no. He told me he would be down to try mushrooms, but fucking wait. he wants to accomplish some shit first. Yeah. And Craig probably be like, well, this might help you accomplish stuff. <laughs> like I was surrounded by some bombshells at the Wiz Khalifa show. Jay was? Yeah. And he's just like, I don't give a fuck about these fucking chicks. He's saving o- that for later too. Yeah. He yeah. only cares about being the fucking best, yeah. which I respect it. Yeah. I mean, he's made some crazy progress in the last three years. So Dude, working. in the last like three months, he's gotten really, really good, man. Yeah. And he's like growing up a bit, so he's a bit bigger these days. He is bigger, yeah. He's cutting weight. He's got a fucking lot of weight to cut right 20 now. 20 pounds to drop in five days. Yep. That's fucked. And he's got a battle on his hands, two tough matches. He's set, though, you know, like, because all he needs to do, put on a Billy Idol song, think about his relationship, <laughs> and he's dropping five pounds. You're going to cry, yeah. Quick, yeah. Yep. That's the best way to lose weight, they say. Tears. I think he could cut a good amount of weight. He cut the 160 when he was in high school. So cutting the 170 a few years later, you know. I reckon, yeah, he, I can be fine. He will have Nicky Ryan there for emotional support. That's why he exactly what he said. He was like, I just need somebody there to make sure I don't die. I was like, yeah, that's a good, it's a good, idea. good point. Good idea. <laughs> You're like, see ya. I'll be at the seminar. I got to get paid. How much, You do a fair few seminars for you, right? Yeah, yeah. I do good. I, I go off your regimen. I try to make 10, 10K uh, per seminar at bare minimum. And um, fuck, I just, uh, I don't, I like, I like teaching. I honestly, I teach, right? And then I pretty much tell these guys, I'm like, give me your sex, your six best guy. <laughs> give me your sex. <laughs> you're like, slip for you're like, it's been fucking five minutes. Give me some sex. <laughs> I need it. I'm like, listen, give me your best uh, six guys and I'll just, um, I'll just roll with them and then, and then I'll leave. So it's a pretty good, pretty good deal. Teach a little bit, do a little Q and a, and then, uh, some rolling to, to display the movements I te- that I taught. Good time. Se- seminar's a good way to practice teaching. I feel like it's like, uh, because like you travel all over, you can keep hitting the same seminar, and you just get better at it every time. Yeah, like eventually you get to the point where like you teach a move and no one will have any questions, and you're like, that's a fucking solid instruction. Yeah, I also like uh, I teach a few seminars and then teach like you film an instructional because like you know people are bound to ask like different questions and stuff that you wouldn't necessarily think about. I think of it like uh, comedians doing a doing a their act. You know, like they can hit that act. For 12 months or until they release a special but then now hey fuck we got to mix it up because if they just bought my instructional and i show up and teach the moves off it they're gonna be disappointed yeah i'm like oh fuck i gotta switch it up yeah. the q a is interesting too because like sometimes you'll get a flow you're like all right i know what kind of questions people are gonna ask so you could plan it out like try to catch a laugh here and there which is like you know different part of the game yeah that that's what's happened to me before is i've used the same jokes and then i'll see someone that's been to the seminar yesterday and i'm like oh i feel bad about that yeah I, it was fake now. I had I made uh, this whole 
this whole group, um, this whole seminar, like die laughing one time. And I, I wasn't, I was never able to recreate it. There was some kind of joke where I was like, they asked me about lifting or they asked me if I did yoga. And I was like, well, I kind of do yoga. I was like, but I do, uh, bodybuilding. So like, I was like, uh, yoga is the art of like stretching, relaxing and bodybuilding is the art of stretching, stretching and contracting. So I pretty much do yoga every day, <laughs> but for some reason it just hit, hit hard. There. <laughs> I must've been like in California or something. Yeah. The, the, man, two times I've done seminars with Lachlan Giles where we did these massive group ones. We did it in Belgium and we did it in Iceland. And at each of those events throughout the week, he's throwing out what he thought is a fucking incredible joke. Yeah. Just to dead air, right? Like <laughs> almost like fucking, like it was like scripted. Dude. Oh, man. Like he would throw it out and he'd be like, <laughs> no one will get it. <laughs> Just bombed. I was yeah. like, fuck, that's so awkward, eh? But then people laugh because, oh, fuck, he was trying to make a joke. <laughs> It'd be interesting. You guys get some fucking weird questions in there sometimes that so you're like, Jesus Christ. I attack every yeah. question that comes at me. Yeah. <laughs> I think to myself, let's hit them hard early. Yeah. I'll be scared to ask questions later. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> or I just don't answer. Like if someone asks me a question that's like, I'm just like, it's not a good question, bro. You know, yeah. like that's not like we can't answer this in the next fucking 12 days, let alone five minutes. What's like a weird question you've got? People always ask me, they say, hey. Did you let Gordon out of the armbar? And I'm like, you're goddamn right I did. <laughs> yeah, How do you think I joined the team after? <laughs> Damn, that's so funny. Yeah. Fuck, dude. One of the first times we rolled, you armbarred me so hard. I was like, this, I got to I have to get better. <laughs> you're like, I'm going to kill this dude. little gun. Dude, I was pissed. <laughs> So I think I heard you say you were stuck with this guy as your training partner. For 12 months, yeah. probably. So how yeah. does that work when you go there? You just like have the same training partner every day? Oh, it was day? during COVID. Oh. So there was like only a handful of us able to train. So I come in and uh, I think Gordon's drilling with Nat. Yeah. <laughs> and then like whoever else was there. I think Gary and Nicky Ryan. Were, no, Nicky Ryan didn't come for a while. COVID scared him I mean, for a bit. Uh, Gary and Ethan or something like that. Gary and Ethan, yeah. And that was me and Nicky Rod. And so we would try to drill. But it would just be a fight. Like yeah. he would just not let me take him down. Dude, that's exactly what it was. Like John would be teaching wrestling, and and um, yeah, like I would take a shot and do the sequence on on Craig, and then he would do it on me, and I just wouldn't let him put me down. I'm like, fuck this guy. I don't know why, but fuck, dude. And then we'd do mount, turtle, close guard, three open rounds. And everyone else, Mount is chill. Yeah. Like Mount's like, oh, we're just gonna go light, we're gonna warm up. Like, but me and Nicky Grove would have a fight to the death. So we'd be going into round two at a deficit. Like you would just hear us fighting in the room, everyone else would be sl- silently yeah. flowing. And then we'd circle back for like close guard. Yeah. And then we by the time open rounds come around, Gordon's calling for us, but he's been yeah. just doing technical shit. I didn't I didn't notice that about Gordon that we'd be training. And then um, I'd be like, I'd be like doing live rounds like hard. And I look over, he'd, he'd be going with like a woman or like somebody like he's super much better than. I'm like, what, what is happening? And then like round three or four come and he asked me to roll and I'm so exhausted. And of course, like we train and then, um, and then there was this funny thing that would happen that like if our role was too close for him, like if maybe he didn't sub me or I got close like passing or something, he'd ask for another role. And I'm like, oh, of course, like I'll, I'll do it. And then like right after that roll, he like go to walk away. I'm like, hey, you want to go again? <laughs> so we do three in a row most times. And uh, I just thought that was a little funny thing. You can't let them get the get the, the even last, the little wins. You yeah. know what I mean? You got to. You gotta, you when know. I was there, John would just leave 
he had the timer on him. So like he would just call the rounds whenever he felt. Yeah, whenever. Yeah. He, which is like uh, it's a it's a funny thing because like if you're if you're the guy coaching, yeah, it's before like and you couldn't train. That's how you could get some enjoyment out of it. You could see someone you don't like in a bad position. You're like, this fucking round is going a while, you know? (laughs) Or someone you don't like is about to do something good. You'd be like, that's it, guys. Yeah. Time to change. That is so funny. (laughs) And people only, like, he would yell stuff out, like, uh, that would instigate the role. You know what I mean? Like, Like, he'd be like, super royal. And he would say, like, (laughs) Ethan Kralenstein. He actually would never say Ethan Kralenstein. But uh, he would, like, like, if something happened to you and he complimented the other guy, it was like, oh, now it's a fucking fight yeah. to the death, you yeah. know? Like, how dare this fucking guy hit this move on me? Yo, yep. John. <laughs> Dude, that was so funny. That shit would motivate me, though. I'd hear, like, nice sumigation. I'm like, oh, yo, I'd fucking, I would absorb that. <laughs> He's like, nice sumigation, Nicky Ryan. <laughs> he wouldn't yeah. compliment our mount, our mount rounds, though. <laughs> no, no it was, that shit was war. I, he, man, he would add some funny shit to the chat. I remember one time from my perspective he didn't like Taza that much like he was people he loved people he didn't love and me and Jake Shields and Taza were drilling a sequence me and Jake Shields had no fucking idea how to do it we're trying to like figure this out we're butchering it Taza's hitting it perfect and he just goes hey Taza stop he goes if GSP killed himself there'd be not one good thing about Canada <laughs> holy shit and Taza would just eat it and he's like yeah fuck me right and then just keeps going and I was like oh, oh that's so <laughs> <laughs> what a way to communicate yeah. wow yeah. Just, yeah some torture torture i mean that's honestly if i were to just coach and not be able to like because i get a fuck with people when we're rolling with them but like for me to get some enjoyment out of this you'd want to be fucking with people as a coach you know yeah. i can see the fun in it for sure i imagine myself in the future um I'm having a bunch of kids, right? How many? And, <laughs> the way he's fucking saying Probably he's pumping, few. he's going to have a bunch. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to have a bunch, right? All girls, right? Come on, bro. I've re- <laughs> I bought the book, How to Build, how to build yeah, Boys. I got to ask you about <laughs> But have you shit. read it? Uh, I read it. <laughs> I flipped to the last page. <laughs> the intro on the last page. <laughs> you let J-Rod read this to me. <laughs> yeah. I'll get, I guess I get the audio book so I could get every word, right? Um, but pretty much... Uh, yeah, I'm going to have a bunch of boys, right? And I'm going to have probably, you know, either one in every weight class or only the higher weight classes because I'm fairly big. And I'm going to create champions. You know, it could it could only be jiu-jitsu or it could be uh, multiple sports, but fuck, I'm going to create champions. Can you have kids? Probably not. Probably, probably not. shooting blanks. Hey, yeah. these things are scorched earth. You yeah. said yours are callous. Mine haven't produced testosterone for 10 years. They're like a fucking speed bag down there. Damn. I never get impacted in the row. Damn. <laughs> yeah, dead swimmers. Bro, yeah, bro, they're probably, probably dead. Slow moving at least, you know. Maybe, I mean, they're efficient, but they're slow. <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. They say the slow ones are usually girls. Well, that I mean, that's a good. Like if you come on the floor and you see like the guys, you know, because mine still move after. You come on the floor? Well, sometimes. <laughs> I'm in a hotel room. I'll come on the ceiling. Just to see how far I can make it. <laughs> oh, fuck. But that's, you're still coming on the ceiling, third shot of the day? It's a little bit less, maybe like uh, <laughs> maybe like halfway up the wall. <laughs> you know, maybe uh, yeah. it must be awkward when you're sharing a hotel room with Jay. <laughs> we try to stay separate. <laughs> yeah, something drips on him in the night. Eh? Yeah. yeah, you're gonna get your girl on the third pump, dude. That's the slow swimmers on pump three. No, I'm a. This is how I'm. A, I'm gonna do it. Right? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna do some kind of battle. Do like a competition where I'm gone for you know a few days. Then I'm gonna come back because my body's gonna be like, holy shit! Like we we need. 
we need some pussy. You know what I mean? It can't just be like Letitia and, and how does your buddy express that to you? Uh, Oh, I'll get goosebumps or, um, maybe I'll get a little bit tingly. Oh, my balls tense up sometimes when they're tense. I'm like, I, it's time to go. It's like, yeah, yeah. They're, they're full. They're hanging, they're hanging a little lower than usual. Three shots a day. That's good for your prostate. That's what I'm saying. Anti, anti prostate cancer. So, um, you have to get a prostate exam at some point still though. I, I do it myself. What are you what are you feeling for? Bumps. Is that how you're getting three shots a day? Because that's that's heavy. Work. That's a G spot back there, right? Well, you might be <laughs> on to something. You're telling me, mate. <laughs> that's what they say. I've read a sex ed book before, you know? Read it or audiobook? Audiobook. <laughs> sure. So so what's the cliff notes? How do you have a kid? A boy. Oh yeah, all right. All right. So um a lot of it has to do with uh the woman in her where she is in her menstrual cycle, right? If she is um if she is later in her cycle, she'll be have a more more of an acidic uh, pussy, right? It'll be a little off. Pussy be a little spicier, right? So it kills the boys off. Mm-hmm. But if she's at peak ovulation, the pH balance is the pH is perfect, so the boys uh, all be able to swim up. So the boys will swim up faster um, and be able to catch catch an egg before the ladies, right? The ladies ladies are more durable; they can take higher acid. But if the pH is it's a higher base, the boys have no problem swimming up there, catching a fast, catching a first. Uh, so that's that's we're gonna, how we're gonna do it. And then um, I heard eating a low red meat diets uh, encourages having daughters. All right, I'll eat steak and be before. <laughs> You're like, fuck my cholesterol. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. My yeah, my, the future of the world is more important than my cholesterol. So. <laughs> Yep, my kids will make the world a better place. Um, and uh, yeah, so I'm also I'm gonna not I'm gonna not come for like a day before I I, I get her pregnant because it's a big sacrifice. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because dude, one day of me not coming, I could fill up a cereal bowl. You feel me? <laughs> like I just fucking, um, yeah. yeah. It's it's like you ever go to a water park and the the buckets on top it tips over. Oh yeah, I remember we went to the water park in Ohio. Way, that was like a water hole. <laughs> What yeah, a goal! That was Ohio's finest, man. That was very interesting, dude. I had a blast. You're a fucking, you're a Debbie Downer. You just sat on the, <laughs> you sat on the on the curb watching us. I, I climbed up this thing that was like three stories tall, jumped off into water. Absolute blast. First of all, the water was black. It was a black hole on the ground. But you guys, you guys had a blast. We did have a blast. The I was water, so tired from. Well, I had to. I rolled with everyone. You know, you guys were chilling. I did both. The water was warm <laughs> Wait, too. Dude, this is so good. This is the this is the fun guys. We're in Ohio teaching seminars. Me, Nikki Rod, me and Nikki Ryan, and it's ending. And like a twelve year old boy, it's like it's like asking oh, so Nikki Rod to roll. What did you do? You foot swept him so hard he got winded, dude. I foot swept him. He lands flat on his back. Starts get he like is like and starts crying. I just walk away. I'm like. Oh. I think I was like ah sorry, dude. And I walked away. Me and Nikki Ryan were watching it. We're like oh oh. Fuck. So like, I just forgot that he was a child. He's got to learn, dog. <laughs> this guy's challenging me. I'll fuck you up. <laughs> My bad, dog. Yeah. You, women, children, the elderly, they can get it from Nicky Rudd. Bro, the thing is, I usually treat all roles the same. So to me, for me to like change something, to be nicer, I have to really recognize, like, oh, this is a, a little, it's a, a child or a disabled person or something. Because most of the time, I just I just roll how I roll in competition. Sometimes what you see changes too. Because after they roll with you, they might be disabled. That's true. And sometimes, sometimes <laughs> when they sometimes mid roll, they start trying hard. So it's like I was being, you know, nice, and now I have to show him the rod. <laughs> 
Yeah, <laughs> you get the rod out, eh? Yeah. Um, all right, we're going to finish up on a very important topic, mm. and it is this widespread belief, according to J Rod, that if you guys were the same size, oh, man. he smashes you. I don't think that's correct. So I, so I, I believe that um, J Rod has a very interesting style, um, but I, I'm much better in like um, in things that matter. Like positionally, I'm much better controlling to submission. Jay's great at like landing on on submissions, right? Creating a script. Oops, sorry. Creating a scramble to land in submissions, which I'm also great at that. But in addition, I'm great positionally. I can control somebody forever. Uh, I can do my escapes are substantially better. Like like I can escape all submissions really good, and I can escape positions like bottom mount, bottom side control, uh, things like that. Um, so yeah, I definitely have areas where uh, I'm better, and we have areas where we're, we're very close. And Jay, Jay shows me stuff sometimes, like where maybe you saw somebody do something crazy, and you know we we chat about it. Uh, but yeah, I think if we're, we're the same size, I, I still win. Like I I have more time in it, right? I had a harder, I, in my opinion, I had harder training in the first first three years, not having, not knowing jujitsu, right? Pretty much, I like when I met you guys, started training at uh, under DDS. I I pretty much had like a knee cut and wrestling, and I go up to this gym where we're doing uh, mount turtle round and close guard every day and every day it was like craig jones gordon ryan twice um and a bunch of other other good guys that, that i'd be training there so fuck the first three years were absolute battle so it's like it's like to get good you know you ha- you want like 20 percent of your training to be really hard and then um the rest of it you want it to be like going with guys that you're substantially better than so you can improve and use technique and uh, fuck, effort-wise, it was a lot of... Some days I would go to practice, and, and I'm driving up up there up north. And on the way there, I'm like, my only goal today is A, not get submitted, and B, just keep going. I'm just like, every time I think I'm it's absolutely exhausted, I'm just going to keep moving. And uh, that was the game plan. But now I use technique. <clears throat> Who has more overall techniques, you or Jay? A number of techniques. I believe I have more techniques and I believe my technique, I'm better at the things that he's really good at. Yeah. And wait, we'll finish this. This is what you used to have like a three hour drive, right? So like, I love the idea that sometimes like I would hear about it. Like I'd hit a bullshit move on someone and the whole drive back would be silent. When you were training in New York and had to drive back, how many of those car rides back were you just like, fuck this? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, Fuck, I've ha- I would definitely have a lot of time to analyze because, like, it would be sometimes I catch traffic, it'd be like five hours to, to get back home. Um, uh, but yeah, dude, ton, ton of my sessions, um, I'd just be analyzing, like, like where it went wrong. Um, there was a few times where I got held down for like 20 minutes and John, like, wouldn't call around until I escaped. And, um, fuck, that was that just sucked so bad. And, um, that's a long fucking time, long time. Yeah. Well, like we, we'd have the occasional like 15 minute round or something. And, and it's just like, you know, if John sees, sees what he likes, um, then he's just going to keep going. Fuck. That'd be tough. And then like rolling, rolling with you sometimes you'd like, you'd catch me in something. Like I remember this is, this was in Puerto Rico, but <laughs> one of the times you were like gone for like two months, right? Yep, Teaching whatnot. And the day you left, I was like, all right, now I'm in camp now. I'm going to fuck this guy when he's, yeah. he's, he comes back, right? Teaching, he's relaxing, doing what Craig does. Partying. Yeah. Partying, right? You come back, first day, first roll, like two minutes in, you, you triangle me twice. I was like, 
what the fuck is happening yeah. right now? I could I couldn't <laughs> fathom that this was real. And then um right after that I turned I turned a good corner and uh, we started having more having more competitive roles, but fuck dude, I was frustrated, yeah. bro. So I didn't fun. understand it. I knew I knew you weren't training hard. Like I knew you were just doing your thing, you know, rolling with the locals and I had a goal. I was like, I'm gonna fuck Craig up when he comes back. And damn it did not I happen. I think I got that footage actually, because that's when I can, we, we came, can overlay it yeah. you can get rid of it. <laughs> You, Ethan, and Taza both were like, "Dude, we're gonna, I'm gonna fucking kill him." And I was like, "Sick! I'm about to catch oh, it on camera, it. and it happened." <laughs> he was so happy about that. It was like I did so much. I was doing better before you left. It was, it was worse now. It was worse. But you know what? I think I do weird shit sometimes. So like sometimes if people roll with me every day, they figure it out. And then when I go away for a while and come back, it's like, oh, it's different to what other people do. So it's like it's an yeah. annoying surprise. You you are very different when you roll. It's a it's a bit frustrating. I frustrate I Nicky Ryan because I'll go away on a bender or whatever, come back, and he says the same thing. He's like, I'm going to fucking kill this old cunt. <laughs> yeah. And then I'll catch him with something, and then suddenly he starts showing up to 8 a.m. He just wants more opportunity to bash me. Uh, something that helped me roll against you is I made the decision. I'm like, every time he touches me, I'm going to I'm gonna address it and get him off of me. <laughs> and then and then I'll, I'll try to uh, start offense after that. But like, if if I just let you get a grip, before you know it, 10 seconds later, you're getting flipped around and like, and yeah, not good. I'm a hundred percent committed to that. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Or just let it go three minutes and then it's fucking done. <laughs> I got yeah. two good scrambles in me. This last Sunday when you guys were training, it was like easy, easy. Once you got grips, you fucking went crazy. And then to just to break the grips off. So yeah, yeah, you strip it and then fucking toss my so, <laughs> strategy. The strategy is working for sure. We worked, we, we trained recently. Uh, that Sunday. Did four minutes. Yeah, oh, four, minutes. four minutes. Oh, you was getting tired too. <laughs> I'm, I do remember this. I was tr- I was trying some new Joseph Joseph Chen camping on you. Uh yes, yes. I'm getting better at it. He killed like half the round and then he's like, Oh, you want to go now, Nikki? And you're like, fucking four minutes, sure. I think my ear was fucked up that day too. I think it was me. No, no, no. You can never. <laughs> you can never. <laughs> yeah, who fucking did that to you? Yeah, yeah, dude. So my ear so I forget his name, but we have a guy in here that's like he's a hobbyist, but he has a phenomenal front head series. Oh, you roll with him today? Yeah, he almost, yeah, yeah, I did roll with him today. He almost fucked my ear up again. Um, but I was pretty much ripping out of a, a guillotine, and like he was falling down as I was escaping. So it broke like the part of my ear that connects to my face, filled up with fluid, and that fluid got infected. And I, I looked like Shrek for like three days. It was rough. I know that guy. That guy fucking, he holds on like a bad relationship, eh? Yeah, yeah. He does not want to. He like surprises that. you, though, because you look at him and you think, he does not have anything for yeah. me. And then he will hold on. Until he fucking dies. He's got a good one. I've seen him guillotine some good people, and I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, this guy's just tricking you. You're like, he has no physical strength, but <laughs> yeah. he does. He's got that. Yeah, he, where where it's necessary, he's got it. He's got that like middle aged forty hour work week anger that he just wants one. He's got oh. one thing, and someone's <laughs> copping it today. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. He's like you when it's been it's midday and you haven't busted a nut. That never happens. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too deep right now. Yeah. Well, fuck it. Wind on that note, you better knock yeah. three out, eh? Yeah. You don't, don't want to get, <laughs> yeah. don't want to get too too late, so you get your third one out. Yeah. Sounds good. Fuck yeah, that's it. Yeah. Thanks for watching, El Segundo guys. My name is Craig Jones. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, that's something that he should do. He never does it, so that's good. Eh? I like to leave it like just like you don't know when it's over. Thank you for listening to the El Segundo podcast. Don't forget, fuck Craig Jones. <laughs>